Hi, welcome to DND, the show where I, Aloni, play DND by myself because no one else is ever free. I'm here with my four friends. They're all me, and that's how I like it. I want each of you to give a small fact about who you are, what you stand for, whatever, anything, tidbits, moments in your life, whatever it can be. Anything that can help you both get into character and figure out some lore. Give me some sweet, sweet lore drops. Everybody. All right, Kane, you go first. What, me? Okay. Well, my name is Vincent Kane. I am a werebear. I was a monster hunter, and some shit went down. Fun fact about me, when I ripped Sildar apart, I really liked it. I had a good time doing it. He was a dickhead. He treated Ophelia terribly, and I think of her like a daughter. I'm going to admit it. I have some, uh, some, some trauma I'm not dealing with. So, he's dead now, and I'm alive, and that's all that matters. Well, that's disturbing, okay, but thank you. I, uh, I want to let everyone know that Sildar hurt me horribly last week. He slept with me, he took advantage of me, and then he turned us into the Red Brands, tried to kill us. And I'm glad that I shot him in the throat. Yeah, unapologetic. Let's do it. I'm ready to play. Man, you guys are, uh, aggressive today. You gotta play that down a little bit. I am Flem. I'm a goblin wizard. Fun fact about me, I'm having a great time. I killed the shit out of Yano, and now I got my little rat pal. I'm very excited about it. I, uh, I'm happy to be a real wizard now. You know, I've wanted to be a wizard my whole life, and now I have two spell books. I'm better than every other wizard. I'm gonna be the best in the universe. So, fuck everyone who said goblins can't be wizards. Suck my lady dick. You know, you guys can use, uh, nice language. You don't have to be so rude. I'm trying to be a kinder and gentler man, and... Hello, I'm Gregor. I am a robot priest. That's what everyone calls me, anyway. I don't know where a robot is, but I think it's a term of endearment. I'm an iron golem, sort of a warforged, and uh, I'm kind of a, you know, important guy here. You know, kind of a big deal. Really? Uh, because of Five Nights, right? Because you were in Five Nights at Freddy's? You landed that major role as the voice of Freddy in uh, Security Breach? No, that wasn't me. That was just someone using some kind of filter. I am the real deal, baby, and I'm much better than any of that. So. Let's not focus on the fact that I sound like Freddy Fazbear, and focus more on the fact that I'm a badass, cool guy who kills things and gets drunk in fights. I'm a robot and I got drunk, that's pretty cool. You know, nobody else has done that. Anyway, what are we gonna do about this Sildar corpse sitting in the middle of the room? Yeah, we went a little wild last week. This guy was a dickhead. Why are we here again? I don't even remember. Well, I have a friend, his name is uh, Gundren Rockseeker. We're supposed to be finding him. But, uh, I don't really remember why he's my friend, I don't really give a shit. To be honest, this is a big hassle, I don't want to help him anymore. I just kind of want to get the hell out of here, because I've almost died a couple of times. I mean, I've, I've not almost died, everyone else has. But, you guys dying constantly is exhausting to watch. So, I just kind of want to get out of here. Yeah. So, fuck Gunrin, who cares about him? Yeah, I don't care about Gunrin either. He seems like, uh, kind of a waste of time. Seems like he has bad, uh, friends and bad influences, and he... Kind of just causes a lot of problems overall. And I just think that uh, we really shouldn't deal with this guy. He's kind of useless. And uh, I'm not even sure why we cared in the first place. So, um, yeah, those are our facts. What now, bud? What do you want us to do now? Well, first of all, bud is my line. Don't steal my words, okay? Don't step on my toes, okay? Just because we're bros and we fist bumped earlier and you saved my life doesn't mean you can steal my words. Fine, okay? Fine. But then nobody else gets to be awkward about what not knowing stuff about robot versus human things. Okay. Well, I think we're caught up. I think everybody knows what's going on. Yeah, last time for this entire story, you were delivering stuff for a man named Gundren Rockseeker. And you ended up finding out that he's been kidnapped by this guy named Seldar, who was also kidnapped. You guys freed him, went to the town, and everybody had sex with him for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Well, he's an attractive man, and he's flirty, you know? I might have even slept with him, you know? We never really heard anything, but, you know, kind of implied. Yeah, bullshit, okay? He wanted to sleep with the robot, that was his whole thing. It doesn't matter. Why are we all banging this guy anyway? This guy's gross. Yeah, Sildar is kind of a dick. He just kind of slept around with everybody and uh, broke everybody's heart, and then he uh, turned you all into the Red Brands. Kind of a dickhead. 
probably not the way he's supposed to be portrayed in D&D, but I don't give a shit. Who cares? Yeah, this is my story, not theirs. Just because they wrote a story and wanted me to run it doesn't mean I'm supposed to run it exactly. That's not fun. That's not interesting. What if somebody played this before? So, you guys have explored this entire place, and you are now in this small cramped room with the severed remains of Sildar Hallwinter, the dickhead who screwed you over. Let's get started, shall we? Here we go. In initiative, Ophelia, I'll say you're first. You did finish the killing blow. And uh, I think it's only fitting that you speak on this. So, what do you do? Well, Sildar was not a good man. He was not a great man. I guess in some situations you might not even call him a man because he's a betraying asshole. He was a dickhead. We killed him. Red brands were dicks. We killed them. So, I think all in all, win-win. So, I think we should head to the next room. What do you guys think? There's only one room left in this place. We've been everywhere. Yeah, I think that uh, that's a good idea because I've had to deal with a lot of bullshit lately. And uh, I got a lot of cool stuff. So, I think we should just finish this and get out of here before it gets bad. Yeah. So, who would like to go in first? I think I'll just go in first. I don't really give a shit. I've almost died multiple times. I walk in. Greg, you want to back me up? Yep. Let's go. All right. I guess being the one who hasn't been hurt yet, I'll follow. Being the smart one. Okay. I would like to uh, follow up behind everyone. I'm going to talk to whoever's in here while everybody else sort of pushes in front of me. I'm going to hold up my crossbow ready to strike at whoever attacks us in room five. Okay. Room five. Slave pens. For the past two months, people have been who have been on the road have been captured and thrown in here. You know this because as you walk in, you see two red brands yelling at the slaves trapped inside. It's not cool and they suck. As you walk in, you see this woman behind bars. And she is trapped. Imprisoned. She's not having a good time. Across from her, on the other end of the room, in the other cage are two teenagers. A younger girl and her brother trapped in prison cells and their mom in front of them. In the room stands two assholes. Big old ding-dongs. Cruel guys who suck. What do you do as you approach? They both turn and look at you and they say, what the hell are you doing here? Who are you guys? We just killed your boss. And we're going to kill you if you don't get the hell out of here. So get the hell out of my way or I'm going to shoot you. Alright. Roll intimidation. Tell me what you get. It was a pretty good speech though, so I'll give you advantage. Both of these men look at you in fear and they say, Oh god, no, I'm sorry. Please, please don't kill us. What do you do in response? Get the hell out of here or I'm going to kill you right now. As you say that, the woman in here, she looks at you and she says... They killed my husband. You kill them now. Murder them. Kill them. You kill them now. Moral dilemma here. Did you kill her husband? Because if you did, you're going to have a bad time. And it's not going to be fun for you. Please. Please don't kill us. Yes, we killed her husband, but he was weak and he was in our way. And we, that's what we do. We're, we're, we're red brands, you know? Um, just don't kill me, please. I pull out my crossbow as it's already been out. But I point it at his face and I say... What do you got? What do you think, guys? Should I kill them? Should I kill them? Well, seeing as I follow Paylor, based on the pamphlet I read, Paylor doesn't like it when you kill innocent people. And I don't think you should kill innocent people either. They're not innocent. They murdered her husband. Well, just because they're not innocent doesn't mean you should kill them. I mean, Sildar was a dick, and I understand why you guys killed him. He betrayed us. And it was him or us. Was it him or us? I mean... He was trapped in a room with a bunch of weapons, but you guys just straight up murdered him. Like, we could have hogtied him, held him down, but you guys just killed him. I'm going to live in the plausible deniability of I was in bear form. I had no control of my actions. I murdered him. He was bad. He hurt Ophelia. He tried to kill us. He deserved it. But I don't know about these guys. It's up to you, Ophelia, whatever your decision is. That's the right one. I... I don't know. Should I shoot them? Or should I let them know? I, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Just let them go. You can walk out that door right now. If you don't walk out the door, she's gonna shoot you. Leave. 
leave or you're gonna die. Repent, stop with your crimes, follow Paylor, be good guys, don't do this. Leave. That's not gonna work here. These guys killed their husband. These kids over there, those kids, are those your kids? Yeah, those are my kids. Those were my husband's kids too. Yeah, they killed our dad right in front of us. They're monsters. Oh, I don't know. I really can never really decide what to do in situations like this. Adventuring is not exactly as I thought it would be. Well, when you're traveling the world, you're going to have to make tough choices and you're going to have to take down bad people. And I say we kill them. Why not? They probably got good stuff on them. Let's shank them. Take them out. Why not? Just let them go. Just let them go, Ophelia. Alright. I don't know what to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a straight roll and just see what happens. Okay, D4. Odd, they live. Even they die. Odd, they live. Alright. You get to go. Leave. Get out of here. Run. Roll one more intimidation check. Tell me what you get. I'll give you advantage. Alright, 16. You look them in the eyes after you say that, and they are terrified. They both run out of the room. Not sure what to do about this. They just know that they can't handle this. Everybody else is dead. They've lived a life for too long. They run. The woman looks at you and she spits in your face and she says, Why? Why would you let them go? Let me out of here. Yeah, let us out. This is, you guys should have killed them. She did what was right when she thought she was right. That's all that matters. I break the cage open. Alright, roll and... roll damage. Nine. And then I hit it again. Ten. So nineteen. Alright, you crack open the first gate with that nine, and then you go over to the other one and open that one too. And they all get out. And they're like, thank you. Thank you so much for saving us. And she says, you should have killed them. But thank you for freeing us. They killed my husband, they kidnapped us on the road. Someone took Gundren, I saw him earlier. I've heard the guards talking about him, that there's some castle that he's trapped in, and someone named the Black Spider. I don't know. It seems complicated and stressful. Yeah, let's not, let's not, we don't want to know, we don't want to deal with any of that. Just, I don't care. Who cares, right? Does anybody else here care? I feel like we should just leave. Yeah, I think we've had enough for all this. We're all really hurt. We did our deal. We sold our stuff. We got our goods. I think I think we're good. We freed these people. That's enough good deeds for today. I think I'm done adventuring for a while. Yeah, I hunt down monsters. I don't really care about these common bandits. I have bigger things to deal with. I mean, I came here because Paylor sent me. It seems like you guys are my friends now, and we stick together. So, I'm with you. Whatever you guys do, I feel like if I leave you alone, you're going to commit way more atrocities with me not here than with me here. So, I say, I hope your family is well, let's head out. After a long day of murder and mayhem and fighting, you guys leave and you head on the road. The family leaves in a different direction than you. They don't want your help, not after you didn't kill those men. And you think about the adventure you've had, the stuff you delivered, the goblins you fought, the city you explored. You met Santa Claus, he gave you a bunch of weapons. And he warns you about some mysterious man named Strahd. And you and your group rest and relax and drift off into a chill, chill sleep. Calm, serene, but a little sad for some reason. Something seems off. And as you drift off to sleep, things seem to change around you. Things seem to get darker and worse off. The four of you finish your adventure in Fandalore. You're no longer dealing with the baby beginner stuff. You find yourself on a long, lonesome road, traveling your way back to the city, the town of Fandalore. Looking for work, maybe you're going to split up, who knows. But you decide to take a rest and camp for a few minutes. For a little bit of the night. Just a little long, and the night gets darker and darker. You find yourself in complete darkness. A fog rolls in, a dark and terrible fog, the likes of which you've never seen. Rolls in, and you find yourself almost taken by it. As you all sit in the fire, around the fire, relaxing. And it seems to surround you. What do you all do? Anything you want to say before we start this adventure? I just want to say, guys, 
It was nice, the small little adventure we've been on together. I think it's nice that the four of us banded together to take down that asshole Sildar. But I feel like we all have our own situations we have to deal with. I have to keep hunting monsters, take down the most evil creatures in existence. And you all have your things. Yeah, when I started this adventure, all I really wanted was to explore. And not be stuck with my family in a boring life. Be a better archer. But now I feel like I need to be out here to help people. So I don't know what I'm going to do now. All I ever wanted to do was be a wizard. And I've conned my way to the top. But now I don't know what to do with my power. I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. I'm just glad that I found some people who didn't shun me immediately. It's hard being in the world when people don't like you, when they're afraid of you and they don't understand you. I wish you guys didn't have to leave, but I understand. As long as we're at this campfire, we'll be alright though. I'm just glad that uh, this group happened and we've worked together. And I think I'm proud to call you all acquaintances. Yeah, acquaintances seems like the right word. Yeah, I never really got what you your deal was. I think you think I'm like your daughter or something? I don't know. It's not important. Look, you're not my daughter. Just, <laughs> you remind me of someone. Someone important to me. Someone who's not around anymore. And I'm going to miss all of you. As you say this, the fog begins to lift. And you find yourself on a similar road, but not the same road you were on. It seems slightly different than it was before, and you're not quite sure how. But everything seems different. The air, dirty. Everything darker and dimmer. You're not in Fandalar anymore. You're not in the Forgotten Realms. Or at least not where you were before. You're somewhere else. Some between world. Some weird, forgotten space. And walking down the road are two shadowy figures. What do you do? I'm confused. I'm going to pull out my musket and I'm going to get up on the cliff edge and I'm going to say, Greg, come with me. I follow him reluctantly. You two, just stay safe. Um, well, I want to talk. I can con my way out of anything, so I'll be fine. This doesn't seem like a place for you, Ophelia. You should go with the guys over there. I can handle myself. I'm coming with. I can take anything. I pull out my crossbow. All right, the two of you wait as the shadowy figure approaches and you're surprised when you notice two people that you wouldn't have thought would run into you here. They look different than most people. You've never seen anybody like this before. Two dark and shadowy figure with purple skin and ornate clothing. They seem like they're kids. One of them seems to be 12, the other one seems to be 7, a girl and her brother. And they seem to be whimpering as they walk down the road. <laughs> The girl goes, shh, there's a monster. There's a monster in the house. Don't worry, we're fine. We're fine. We'll be fine. We don't have to go home anymore. Mom and dad are gonna be okay. It's fine. We're gonna be fine. And the baby, the baby will be fine. It's all right. What do you do? Well, you know, I have a soft spot for orphans. I have a feeling your, their parents are dead as shit, so I'm gonna walk up to them. Hey, uh, kids, what's wrong? Something about a monster? Monsters. Monsters are whatever. We can deal with monsters. There's something wrong with your home? What's going on, kid? That's an 11. I'm assuming that's bad for us. What, do you, what happens? Well, you try to be calm with the kids, but they are not comfortable. They back away and they say, get away from us. Stay away from us. Get away right now. Or we'll do something. We'll, we'll, we'll kill you. We'll kill you with our magic powers. I, uh, I want to roll an arcana, and I want to in speak to them and try to convince them that we're friendly. That's a 22, and then uh, Persuasion, that's a 9. You look at the kids, you try to calm them down. You can tell they're not super powered. They don't have any magic that'll stop you. You're, you know, they're just dumb kids, and they're scared. And they kind of back away, and they're like, stay away, stay away. Look, uh, we're not here to hurt you. We're here to help. We're adventurers. We're heroes. We can stop them. We can we can stop whatever this is. We can help you with it. I got a 16. Rose, they're heroes. They can save us. My name is Ophelia. Ophelia Greyhound. 
I can help you. I can protect you. Uh, just show me the problem, and I can deal with it. We have two friends up there, and I point out the two guys on the cliff. We were just about to head to the town of Fandolin. You ever heard of it? Barovia doesn't have a Fandolin. What are you talking about? What's Barovia? I've never heard of that place. This is Fandolin. What are you talking- There's no place- I don't know any place called that. You're being weird. You know, the Sword Coast. It's a, it's a place. It's where we're from. We're hanging out. The woods, this road looks a lot like it. What are you talking about? That's where we are. I have no idea where this place you're talking about is. You're in Barovia. Yeah, I've been in Barovia my whole life. This is Barovia. I am in shock. I run down toward the kids and go up to them and say, Hey, this is Barovia. I'm going to make sure he's not being an idiot. So here I am. I'm going to step next to him, being intimidating. Is this Barovia? Yes, you're in Barovia. This is a small corner of it. It's called the Lonely Road. The gates are right around the corner. We, wh what is your deal? You never been here before? Guys, this is bad. This is, this is real bad. This is not a good place for you guys to be. I should be here definitely, but you, we, oh my God, this is, Ophelia, you need to get out of here. I can handle myself, King. What is so dangerous about Barovia? Barovia is a wasteland. A horrible, cursed land. Nick warned me about this before we came here. He knew this was going to happen. There's so many things for me to take down here, but I didn't want you guys to be with me. I thought I would have to face them on my own. In the pamphlet, the Paylor pamphlet I read, it talked about Strahd a little bit. Um, vampires are very dangerous. I'm going to have to stick with you guys. I, I got to help you clear this building. What's happening in your house? You said there were monsters. What's going on, kids? That we don't know what they are. They just, we heard screaming and our parents, they're trapped in the basement. And there's a baby, Walter, our brother, he's in the nursery. We're not going back to the house until you kill those monsters. We need you to come inside. I need, I need you guys to clear it for us. And we're so hungry, we're so tired. And our parents need you. And there's howling and horror in there. We need you to go inside. Okay, guys, let's do it. As long as you're okay with this, I don't want to risk your lives, but I have to go in there. What do you all say? I'm good. I'll go. It's our responsibility to do what's right, I guess. These kids need help. There's bound to be something good in this house, and there's bound to be some kind of reward for saving these idiots. I can't let you kill innocent people or do something stupid, so let's go. The kids lead you to the house. As you walk toward it, you see a sprawling manor multiple floors high, weirdly tall and rectangular. All of you are at max health, and the kids do not want to go inside. They basically point to it, and suddenly you look away, and when you look back, they're not there. They say, go in, save our parents, and they are gone. What do you do? All right, guys. I think we head inside, and we take care of this as quickly as we can. And the kids will go back inside and everything will be fine. And we can go home as soon as this is all done, I'm sure. I'm not too sure, but whatever. Whatever we can do to help. That's all that matters. Okay. As you guys walk up to the entrance, you see an iron gate with a lock on it. The gate is unlocked, though, and it seems rusty. There are oil lamps hanging from chains and oak doors and a grand foyer in front of you. On the southern wall of the foyer is a shield, emblazoned with a coat of arms. Pictures of aristocrats all around. The Durst family. And mahogany doors, very expensive. And as you walk in, you see the building. An iron gate. Windows line it. Multiple floors tall. Chimneys at the top. A massive complex. Detailed in every direction. You walk in. Massive foyer, massive opening, paintings, things on the walls. The kids do not go inside, they stay outside. They do not want to deal with this. Ophelia leads the charge, Flem in the back, two guys in front of her, in the middle. As you walk into the main hall, there's a fireplace with a long sword mounted above it. Wood panels with vines and flowers, nymphs and satyrs painted on it. I need you all to make wisdom checks. Perception. I said 13. 
That is, uh, 18. 24. 22. You all see everything as you're looking through here. So well that it doesn't seem like there's anything hidden here. You notice on the wall, as it has nymphs and satyrs and nice imagery, as you look closer, you see serpents and skulls. This building has the most ominous thing as the staircase goes upward toward the second floor. There's a room for your cloaks near you, and in front of you is a massive room. Anything anybody wants to do. I'm going to pull out my crossbow and just be ready in case anything happens. And uh, I'm going to leave the charge like I've been doing. Okay. You walked in, you saw all this stuff. The fireplace, massive stairwell that goes up. You were surrounded by doors in every direction. There's a door to your north that leads into some kind of hallway. There's a hallway with two doors on either side. And there is a door south of you. There's also the stairwell. You are ripe with choices. What would you guys like to do? I think we should go left to right. We should just search this whole place. Because anything could be here. We don't know where the monsters are. So go forward, kid. Alright. Not kid, but okay. I walk into room five. In room five, you see a table with various food around it. A dining table and another fireplace. Wood paneling everywhere, silverware, very expensive, marble fireplace, very expensive place, but it all seems very old. There's red silk on the windows, but it looks like it hasn't been open in a long time. Very dusty, paintings of hunting dogs and aristocrats. And the silverware seems old and the crystal seems cracked, the portraits faded and the tapestry rotten. What would you like to do? Well, nice place we got here, guys. This silverware seems like garbage now, though. And this glass is broken, and... Ugh, this place is old. Wish we would have gotten here sooner, because... It would have been great to have robbed this place, but... Wow, very old. This place creeps me out. Very creepy. I want to look at the, uh, at the room more. See what I can see. I'm gonna make a perception check. That's a 12. Do I see anything? Yes, as you look through the room, you notice, carved into the doors, the faces of tree trunks and wolves lurking and hitting in the foliage. Everything in this building seems old, and everything seems fine on the surface, and it seems much creepier underneath. I'm really starting to think if those kids were on our side. I'm going to head back, guys. We should check out this room four over here. I head through the door in the south, into the little hallway we were by before, and into the room on the right. I follow. Flem, we really shouldn't be on our own. We should follow the others. Wait a second, I want to look and see if there's anything valuable here. As they walk into the kitchen, they see it is clean and tidy. Everything seems fine. A large oven, and it seems like a basic kitchen. Very clean, very nice. As you walk into the pantry above it, everything seems clean and fresh even, even though the building is so old. Doesn't seem to make any sense to you at all. In front of you is a dumbwaiter. It's a two-foot stone shaft with a wooden elevator box. It's used to pull food up to stairs and downstairs and bring dishes up and down and stuff. Anything they would need. And there seems to be a brass bell attached to wires and buttons. It's very small, but it seems like Flem could fit in it if you wanted to put her in. Greg, I don't know. This dining room seems very creepy, very abandoned. I don't like the way this feels. Something's hollow here. Seems very dark magic here. Yeah, I don't uh, like it either. I'm not sensing good. I'm sensing a lot of evil in this house. I really want to leave, but let's go see if the others are alright, I guess. You know, you're a lot nicer than you pretend to be. You're not as evil as you think you are. As you walk in, you see a small dumbwaiter, and you're not sure what's about to happen, but you think, oh no. I'm not getting in that. I'm not doing it. I am not getting in that dumbwaiter. No way. You're not forcing me to get in there. Come on, Flem. We need intel. Just climb through the dumbwaiter. It's fine. I fell through a chimney earlier. You can do it. I believe in you. You say you're the best one here. You're the leader. You should go through. 
Fine, but I don't like this. Bring me up, I guess. Lem, you go through the dumbwaiter. Everyone else is downstairs. You're in the dumbwaiter. Roll uh, acrobatics. 17. Suck it, losers. I can fit in this. You come out of the dumbwaiter in a room. In front of you is a servant's room. It's very undecorated. Each bed has a footlocker, and a small servant's uniform hangs from hooks. Alright, well maybe my luck is changing. Go through a creepy dumbwaiter, get some stuff. Alright, I, uh, I open the footlockers, and I get the outfit, and I put it with my disguise kit. As you walk in, you realize there's nothing in here. There's nothing in this building, in this room, in these footlockers. Nothing at all. Nothing in this room, either. You get the uniform, but that's about it. As you look, you see a door that leads into the stairwell you were by before. It seems to head back down. What do you do? Okay. I'm going to put on the waiter disguise. Like the servant uniform. And I'm going to go exploring a little bit. I'm just dressed as a simple waiter. There are oil lamps on the walls. It's a very elegant hall with statues, suits of armor. Wooden dar doors on all sides. They're holding spears. They have a, a wolf's head as their armor. The doors have dancing youths. Make a, another perception check. That is a 10. All right, what do I see? As you're looking at the pictures of the kids, things seem off about it, but you can't quite tell what it is. It's probably another creepy imagery thing, but you just can't tell. There's a path below you and a path above you. Everyone else is still downstairs. And you are in disguise. What would you like to do? As per usual, it seems like I'm always off on my own. My tiny ass walks past these warrior armor suits with wolf heads and spears. I'm gonna go north into room 8. This is the master of the house's library. Very expensive. Lots of really nice stuff. Overstuffed chairs, big bookshelves, everything a person could want. Kind of the perfect place for you to be. There's a desk with a lot of things on it. An oil lamp, a jar of ink, a quill pen, a tinderbox, and a letter. Four black sheets of parchment, and a wooden seal with their family name on it. And the bookshelves hold hundreds of books, all from warfare, history, alchemy. And there are lots of first edition books of poetry and fiction and that is what you see make a perception check as you are looking at the bookshelves hell yeah i love me a library i look in the drawer i look everywhere i open everything and look at everything i got a 13 perception what do i see i'm assuming i get a lot of cool stuff including books i'm gonna take whatever books that seem cool to me as you are perusing the library, you find a key in the drawer, an iron key. You're not sure where it goes, but it seems useful. You take the letter and everything in it. it seems pretty useless, but that seal might be nice for you. Might be able to go some good schemes with it. As you're looking through the books, you pull an interesting one off the shelf, and suddenly a door opens, and there is a hidden room behind it, Scooby-Doo murder mystery style. Ooh, I won the lottery, baby. Flem's on the case. Detective Flem. Alright, what's in here? Make a uh, arcana check as you walk in. That is an 11. What do I see with an 11 arcana? Probably not much. When you start looking at the books, you realize that if you waited an hour, you could probably figure some stuff out. But just by glancing at it, from what you can tell, it seems like a lot of bullshit. Various rituals and dark shit and priests of Osebius. But you know Osebius is bullshit. This is all bullshit. There's nothing in here. It's just a bunch of nonsense. There's a wooden chest up against the wall with the lid half closed. And there is a dead skeleton in leather armor staring out. And it seems that there's a poison dart in their neck. He seems to have a letter in his hand. What do you do? I... I'm going to read this letter. I pull it out of his pocket, and I immediately look at it. Ahem. <laughs> That's why they call me Phlegm. My most pathetic servant. 
I am not a messiah sent to you by the dark powers of this land. I have not come to lead you on a path to immortality. However, the many souls you have bled on your hidden altar, however many visitors you have tortured in your dungeon, know that you are not the ones who brought me to this beautiful land. You are but worms writhing in my earth. You say that you are cursed, your fortunes spent, your abandoned love for madness. Took solace in the bosom of another woman and sired a stillborn son, cursed by darkness. Of that I have no doubt. Save you from your wickedness, I think not. I much prefer you as you are, your dread lord and master, Strahd von Zarevich. Sounds kind of hot. Seems like this guy was doing stupid rituals and he sucked. Strahd showed up and was like, yo, you suck. And uh, he gave him a letter. Pretty boss move to insult someone in a letter. I see there's a chest in here. Can I fiddle through and see what I find? Yes. As you are sifting through the chest, you find three blank books with leather covers that are worth 25 gold apiece, three spell scrolls of bless, protection from poison, and spiritual weapon, things that would be very nice for uh, your cleric friend. There's a deed to a windmill and a signed will. The will is signed by the two owners of the house, Gustav and Elizabeth Durst. And it gives the house, the windmill, and all the property to Rosevalda and Thornbolt Durst in the event of their parents' deaths. The book scrolls, deeds, and will are aged. They're pretty old, but they seem weirdly okay. You can tell with your magical powers that they might fall apart if you try to leave with them. So inside is a will and a bunch of things for their kids if they die. And three spell scrolls. Okay, well, good to know. This is a pretty creepy room, but I got a lot of nice stuff. Definitely gonna change the name in the will to me if I need to. Keep it in my back pocket. I take the seal and the ink and the quill and make sure that I could change it if I need to. But all in all, pretty good room. All right, I head back. Eager to go to the next room without my friends. Room 10. I scream down the stairwell. Guys, it's pretty clear up here. I'm gonna check out another room. Okay, we'll be up in a second. You head into the massive room in front of you. A piano sitting in the center of the room. It seems to be some kind of conservatory. Very elegant, brass-plated chandelier at the roof. Upholstered chairs stained glass walls, paintings of beautiful men and women playing music, a harpsichord with a bench in the middle, a large fireplace with a large standing harp, figurines of dancers adorn the mantle, and they seem at first like they are attractive people, but as you look closer, they are skeletons. They seem slightly odd here. What do you do? I am going to sit at the harpsichord and... I'm gonna play a little D. Yeah, why not? You got your your keyboard here, why not do it? Okay. I got my piano out, let's go. You, uh, alright, get us started. Okay. This is my harpsichord. Harpsichord is creepy. Very, very creepy. Harpsichord is creepy. Very creepy in this creepy, creepy mansion. So, as you guys walk in, you hear horrible music being played. At first, it seems okay, but then you're like, oh no, this is bad. Very, very bad. And it seems like just another creepy room. Flem, what do you say to the group as they walk in? Welcome to my abode. So nice to see all of you. Uh, doesn't seem like there's much around here. I wish I could take this harp and this harpsichord with me, but just seems like a waste of time so yeah there's nothing really up here guys not really all that much just kind of a library and uh i found a note from a guy named strahd that's about it the strahd strahd von zarovich strahd yeah i mean that's his name strahd von zarovich seems like a narcissistic person you guys should not be here this place is way too dangerous for you this is the most powerful vampire in existence we can't deal with this guy I could try to take them down, but Flem and Ophelia, come on. I'm getting kind of tired of the sexism saying women are fragile. We can handle ourselves. Flem just cleared this entire place. She's dressed as one of them. You need to stop this. It's going to stop being so overprotective, Kane. 
Yeah, this is, uh, just kind of sad at this point. Okay, I just want you guys to be okay. I think you can handle yourselves. I'm just, Strahd is a big deal. I don't want to lose anybody anymore. It's all right, okay? Just know that we can handle ourselves. And we're going to deal with this no matter what. Even if it kills us, that's fine. We're in this together. All right. With that, you guys have a choice to make. Go downstairs, explore the rest, or go upstairs. I think we should split up. I know it's a bad idea, but it's the best we got right now. What do you guys think? I'm going to continue to explore upstairs with my disguise. Ophelia, you follow me. You and Greg can go downstairs for a little bit, but just make sure you're within earshot, okay? All right. Fine by me. Let's go. Come with me, Greg. We can handle this. Okay. okay. All right, we're going to go into the last room. Room three downstairs. What do we see? As you walk in, the room is a hunter's den. Perfect for the two of you. Stag's head on the fireplace. Three stuffed wolves. Two padded chairs draped in animal furs at the hearth. This looks like it came straight out of Cain's dreams. A cast of wine, two carved golden goblets, a pipe rack, and a calandrium. A calandrium? Candelabrum. What is this? Candelabrum. Interesting. Oh, it's a candelabra. Okay, it's just a different word for it. A chandelier hangs above the cloth-covered table, surrounded by four chairs. There's two cabinets against the walls. Each cabinet has a lock, but when you look inside, there's a heavy crossbow, a light crossbow, a hand crossbow, and 20 bolts inside. The other cabinet is unlocked and has a deck of playing cards inside. You feel like there's something else in this room, but it's almost magically blocked from you. What do you do? I look at this cabinet and I'm like, hell yeah. Because I'm a gun guy, can there be a gun in there? Like, I know it's not official, but I feel like it makes sense. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. There's a gun. There's a blunderbust sitting inside. Hell yeah. Is there anything else in there? Yeah. Instead of a heavy crossbow and all that, it's going to be a blunderbust, a pistol, and a rifle. It shoots a little bit better than your musket. What do you do? I'm going to take all three. So I'm going to break the glass and just straight up. I want what's in there. So I'm gonna take it. Important. Emergency situation, you know? 21. I fucking shatter that lock. I'm not gonna pick it or anything. I'm breaking it. Why are you doing this? We came here to help these people, and now you're robbing them? You're stealing their gun, breaking their gun cabinet? I thought you were supposed to be a good man. I thought you were supposed to be killing evil monsters and helping the innocents. Look, all that matters is that people are alive, not how I do it. This stuff could help this. It could help us. It could help them. I'll give it back if I find them, if they're alive and well. Otherwise, I'm using it, but they need to die at any means necessary, so I will kill whatever is inside this place. Just stay out of my way, Greg. Fine, I understand, but I'm not okay with it. The two of you get the gun, and you go to head back upstairs. The rest of the party are doing something as well. They headed up through the stairwell to the third floor goes even higher. You are now in room 11. Flem first and Ophelia standing behind as backup. As you climb up the red marble staircase, you've officially reached the top of it. There's a suit of black plate armor in the middle of the room staring at you as you walk up. Oil lamps on the walls, woodland scenes of trees, falling leaves and tiny critters. There seems to be tiny corpses hanging from the trees and worms bursting out from the ground. Since you've been looking all this time at all these paintings, you start to notice each and every one is haunting in a different way. Make a perception check. I do not like how this seems. Let's perception it up. This place is so creepy. That's an 11. I'm assuming I don't see anything. As you walk in, the suit of armor in front of you grabs you. Everything is horrifying and dangerous. Things don't seem right here, and you realize this suit of armor is alive. Swings at you with an 18 plus 4, 22, and it deals its minimum damage, 3 damage to you. The suit of armor attacks you, Flem, and you are all alone. Everyone else is lower than you on in the initiative at this point. Everyone roll initiative. The suit of armor gets a 4. Okay. I'm... A little scared, but let's go. Alright, that's a 10. I got a 7. I got a 7. That's not good for anyone. 
I have a 16, so I'm first. Okay. Flem, you are standing in front of a suit of animated armor. It attacked you. It is now holding you by the throat off the ground. What do you do? I am terrified. I didn't want to be here, and this is... Ooh, my day is ruined. Okay. Okay. Burning hands. I'm going to set it on fire with my flamethrower hands immediately. It's a cone. It must make a deck save, and I'm doing it right in its face. Yep. It rolled a 9 and a 17. It misses. So it, it takes the full force. Roll your damage. That's 12 damage, baby. 12 fire damage directly to the son of a bitch. What happens to him? You deal a ton of damage to him, but it doesn't even break him his spirit in any way. He's at about a third lost, maybe. Maybe less, maybe more. You're not really sure. He seems barely phased by you. His cold, uncaring eyes staring up at you or down at you as he holds you. And as you remember, you took three damage. So enjoy that. Uh, it is Greg's turn next. Okay. I am going to race upstairs as fast as I can. I know I'm below everyone else. I'm two floors down. There isn't much I can really do. I'm going to do a crazy move. I point up at the sky toward the creature, sensing it with my detect evil and good, and I shoot it with a guiding bolt. 19. Okay. You deal 16 damage directly to it, shooting a beam of light through the building. You then race upstairs at full speed to try to save her. That's crazy. Shooting a beam through the ceiling into the creature above you. Flam, you fall to the ground. It has released you because it is in shock and in pain. It is its turn. It's going to try to slam at you again. It deals 9 damage to you, Flem. Where are you at health-wise? Oh my god. That's not good. Okay. Uh, I'm at zero. I'm down. As I stare at this suit of armor choking me, a beam of light shoots into its feet. And I fall to the ground. Bloody. Broken. Almost dead. Never hurt before in the campaign. I'm not doing so hot, guys. I'm not doing so hot at all. Help me. This is really bad, guys. I, uh, I'm gonna pull out my gun, I guess? I, I don't know. I don't see her. I'm not near her. She's a floor above me. I can't even rage because I don't know why I would. I don't know if, what's wrong. I just hear a scream upstairs and I immediately race upstairs. I'm gonna run as fast as I can. Alright, well I'm the closest to her, so I pull out my crossbow and I shoot at the skeleton. Hard as I can. My hand crossbow first. Fifteen. Ten. Neither hit. You used both of your attacks there. You still have movement, and you still have an interaction. What would you like to do? I'm going to try to jump between her and the suit of armor, and pick her up and try to run as soon as we can. I'm going to just stand between her and the armor, though, because I can't pick her up yet. Alright, my turn. I'm going to make a uh, strength save, I guess. Damn it. Flem is hurt horribly. Things are about as intense as they could be. She's almost dead. Flem, I need you to roll a death save. If you get a one, you'll fail twice. If you get a 20, you'll succeed twice. Three failures, you die. Three successes, you live. Do your save. It's a three, I fail. That's bad. Real bad. You're one step closer to death. Greg, what do you do? You've reached to the second floor now. I'm gonna yet again shoot another guiding bolt, just burning through spell slots to try to save her. I'm not close enough to really heal her or anything. Okay, I race upstairs. I'm gonna try to get to her, that's all I can do. The suit of armor attacks at Ophelia and misses, still in shock that it's been shot through by light. Next up is Vincent. I'm going to rage now that I heard Phlegm hit the ground. I just scream out and I transform into my bear form, ready to save them. I run as fast as I can up there to try to get to them. Do I reach them? You make it up to the top of the stairs with just a bonus action. What do you do? I'm gonna fire the blunderbuss in its face. Damn it. You run up the stairs to save her life. You fire your gun and it goes straight into the wall. You are a giant bear man staring at a suit of armor and a dead phlegm almost. Dying phlegm. Ophelia, what do you do? I'm going to try to get Flem out of here. 
as much as it's gonna hurt me. I don't know, maybe I should attack it? Ugh. Alright, fuck it. Stay away from her! I pull out my lance, and I go to stab it. And I pull out my double lance scimitar. Damn it. Hand crossbow. Damn it. I'm just missing horribly. Alright. Uh... Action surge. Fuck it. I'm doing it. Yes, that was worth it. Oh my god. Nat 20. Alright. Nat 20 hits. Double damage. 10. 9. 19. You're gonna run for a second. You stare out at the suit of armor and you think to yourself, No. I have to save her. You pull out your scimitar, try to swing at it. Your lance, try to stab it. Nothing's working attacking the suit of armor. You then pull out your crossbow, and with the power of your action surge, shoot a bolt right into its face. It explodes and dies. You kill the suit of armor. It falls to the ground, and Flem lies bleeding to death in your arms. And that's where we're going to end it. Right there. Flem in peril. Lives on the line. Perfect time to end the first official episode of the Strada arc. Very excited for where this all goes. I hope you all had a good time. Anyone watching in the past, present, or future. We did a lot of crazy stuff today. And I cannot believe some of the stuff that I did. But I think it turned out pretty well. We finished the Fandler arc. And they started Strahd. And it's been very interesting. I'm very excited to see where this all goes. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye. What are you talking about, Bear? There's more than just that. We can't just leave her dying. Yeah, she's literally bleeding out. And you're just going to end it after I turn into a bear? Come on, man. That's not cool. Yeah, I'm with everybody else. This is bullshit. You know what? No. I get it. It's cool. It's more dramatic. Your hero is dying, your leader, your lord and savior, Flem, and you're worried. But I'll be alright, baby. I'll be fine. I want to save you, Les. This, the ego, is always the Flem show. Yeah. Okay. See you guys next week. Yeah. That's a, yeah, never mind. We're good. Okay, well, with that information, and as always, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>